What is up, everybody? It is me, Aaron S. Welcoming you back to the Space Pirates podcast. Today is a special day because, well, um, I'm by myself and that's it. <laughs> um, it is currently 3.45 a.m. and I am recording after finishing my homework. Um, this will be an episode about you, the viewer, or not exactly. I posted on the Instagram story for Space Pirates. Um, and I just wanted, uh, I said, uh, what did I say? Ask me anything. Um, I said, ask me anything. And there were eight total responses. And I'm going to go through all of them um, for the first section of this podcast and maybe i'll talk a little bit afterwards because i don't really get a chance or i don't know if i'll ever get a chance to do a solo podcast you know so yeah let's just have fun with it but the first entry i got before anybody put anything in was from jake villain official and his comment was just artist dash jake villain ice or snowflake um i don't know what this means i think he wants me to advertise for him or something he wants some advertisement um i did check him out he looks like a rapper from north carolina up and coming um he looks very passionate about what he's doing and yeah if you want to check out his music his at on instagram is jake villain official um check it out the next comment I got on the Instagram story was from a dear friend. His name will be kept confidential for legal reasons. Um, <laughs> um, his question is, at what point in your life do you feel like you are content and why? I love you. Well, I love you too. And this is a very good question. It made me think a lot, um, and that's a good segue into the point I have, which is I feel and I think I realized I felt super comfortable with where I was in my life when I realized that my thoughts could be controlled by me, and they could be analyzed and broken down, and I can separate them from being me, but also associate them with my own physical being, because I can't say that my thoughts are not me, you know. I have them, they're in my head, and they're affecting my life every day. But, you know, I'm just going to tell a story. It just happened today, too. Um, I was actually with Kevin, not with him physically. He was in his own car, and I was in my own car, and we didn't interact physically. Um, but we were driving up this mountain, and we were just chilling in our cars, and then we saw this big group of like cars going up they're like modded cars they're going up the mountain and they look like they're having a bunch of fun so kevin and i just follow them and we actually follow them all the way to the top of the mountain and what we saw there was just crazy view like the 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 view from the top of the mountain was crazy like it was uh it was above the clouds and the sun was setting and it's just amazing um, but what I realized was that 
I can't interact with these people and I just have to watch because of COVID and I didn't really know anybody I didn't I really didn't know anybody besides Kevin yeah so I was forced to just sit there and watch in my own social space these people and it turns out these people are actually pretty popular there's a few people that are um, kind of famous on TikTok like car TikTok um, and I just was forced to watch this social social situation where people you know like they had a following and it was kind of weird because it made me feel not inferior but it didn't make me feel like I lacked what they did aside from their popularity so I was like oh why can't I do that you know like I should become famous or whatever but that's just like my human brain wanting attention or validation from other humans and it just a vicious cycle that if I let that take me over and control my judgment and almost and and make my actions um and point toward the direction of trying to be famous I guess because I totally, I feel like I totally, um, not could, and like, I, I don't want to make it sound easy, but if I dedicated my life to something like that and just became passionate about something like that, then I could make it happen. But that's all in vain, and I feel like that's such a pointless endeavor when I know that, and I recognize that in my head, it was just for attention, and that I wanted to be included in some type of higher up group, you know? which means nothing. And the attention that I would get from other people would only make me feel safer, I guess, or validate my my lurking um, questions about myself. You know, am I good enough? Like the things that you wonder about yourself. And in reality, um, those thoughts are, again, can be analyzed and picked at. And I can say that I am good enough even though my head says sometimes that you're not or it questions that if you're not, I know like I'm good enough. And it's the same thing when I see somebody else who looks super cool or like I think they look like super popular or like I see people on like social media and they have a bunch of following and my head immediately goes to judge them, to comfort myself, to talk them down so that I feel like I'm in level with them. But then right after I had that thought, I know I'm just doing that to make myself feel better. But I already know that I'm okay with who I am. And then I already know that I'm good enough. So that judgment that I have, right after it, I just say, they're really cool though. You know, I, I, I tip the balance with why one negative thought with an overwhelming positive thought, you know. But yeah, that's why, why I feel content is because I know that I am in a good, secure place and that I don't have to be searching or even that my even if my thoughts take me into another direction, I can steer myself and secure my uh, focus on what really matters in life, which is just being who I am and enjoying what I love and being around the people I love and not trying to seek validation from others, you know? Um, but yeah, moving on to the next one, have it from another friend. She is a person and that's all we get to know. But, uh, her question is, if you can change one thing about your life, what would it be? 
Um, that is a very great question as well. I don't think I would change anything in my life currently. I feel like everything has its consequences and everything that has happened so far has happened. Not for a reason. I can't say that fate is for sure a thing. But if something different happened, then I wouldn't be in the same place I am currently right now, you know. But I do wonder, and this is a kind of a long story, but back in like fifth or sixth grade, or let me just tell the whole story. So back in fifth and sixth grade, there was like a popular group of people, I guess. And the leader of this group was Asian. His name was, um, his initials were LA, right? And he was kind of leading this pack of like young fifth and fifth, sixth graders, you know, like his main kind of like selling point, I guess, was that he was Asian, which is kind of weird. It, it, was, it was so funny because being Asian was cool, I guess. So he made like Asian cool because there was only like three of us or four of us in the whole school. So in turn, since I was friends with him and I was Asian too, like I was cool too. Even though I wasn't like super social or I wasn't like, I wasn't, I didn't have anything special for me. I was popular because I was Asian. But then I also had another group of friends where they actually resonated with who I was as a person and they loved playing video games, you know. Um, they were still like, they weren't trapped in the thought that they had to be cool and they were still just like trying to be themselves, you know. And I really liked that. And um, I still remember like, with that group of friends, we were playing tag at, when we were in like seventh grade. That was kind of a spoiler, but yeah. And another dude was just like, "Why are you guys playing tag? Like, aren't you guys old?" And we were less like, "Cause it's fun, you know. <laughs> like, tag is fun. Like, we we like we're playing it because we like it." Um, but that kind of leads into what I was gonna get into, which is when. I saw that for some reason, like when you're a kid and you start to solidify who you are as a person and the type of social groups that you're um, associated with, I started to lean towards the ones who I felt were best representing myself, which is the one who are, ones who are going out and having fun, um, being who they were and not wondering what other people thought about them or just keeping up a social standard, I guess. Which is kind of weird to say, like, we didn't like keeping that social standard, but that's what I liked back then, you know, like, I, I wanted to be myself, and I didn't want to, like, follow trends or whatever, and I did, I did, and I hated it kind of thing, and I actually tested, like, when I fell out from this group, because they would sit at, like, this popular table at, like, the end of the cafeteria, and I used to sit with them and stuff, but I, 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 I was like, Oh, I'm going to test it. I'm going to go sit with them and see what they say. And there's these two girls. Like, I still remember their names. I'm not going to say it. But, like, they were like, oh, you can't sit here. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Like, I used to sit with you guys. And they didn't let me sit with them. Um, which kind of solidified the fact that I separated myself from them. But, uh, yeah. So I had to choose subconsciously between being with the popular kids and being with the kids who I wanted to be with, essentially. And I wonder still to this day, like, 
what would happen if I chose to be quote-unquote popular or I chose to be seeking out that type of friendship, you know? Um, what kind of person I would be, I would wonder if I would even, like, what, what, like, I, I feel like I'd be, like, a completely different person, you know, uh, just growing up from fifth grade, like, on, that's such a formative, or, yeah, formative year, or, that's such a formative time, and beyond that, it's just, that shapes you so hard, um, to who you are, so I just wonder, like, what would I be, like, would I be, like, a, like, an F-boy or something, like, well, like I, I have no idea and it, it just it, it fascinates me because it's kind of a a standard or not a standard but it's kind of a principle that I live with in my life where I am always true to what I believe in and I am always true to who I am as a person so or at least I try to be you know I, I'm not perfect and I can't like always uphold that standard but that's what I that would have been almost taken away or maybe I would have like noticed it down the line or something and I would have still be like having this mindset. But yeah, I, I just wonder that. Um, but to answer your question directly, I wouldn't change anything about my life. But I wonder what would happen if I did. <laughs> uh, my second question, or third, I'm sorry. My third question is, are you single? This is my girlfriend saying this? No, I am not single. I am in a polygamous relationship with Jesus and his dad. Next question. This is by, and the next four are by the same person. Very awesome questions. Um, but the next question is, what are you scared of? And I feel like all of these questions are being answered by like recent events, but literally just like two hours ago, another reason why I'm up right now is because my housemates made me play a game, a horror game with them called Phasmophobia. And if you know me, like I hate horror, like hate because I just get so scared and I feel so defenseless. And it's the worst feeling. I don't know. I Like the whole time I was playing that game, I was in fight or, fight or flight mode. Like I was trying to get my, uh, Stuart, Stuart's my housemate. I was trying to get him to like take the like keyboard or like I kept closing my eyes or like covering my eyes with my hands. And I, in the game, I would run out of the house and let like my friends deal with it. <laughs> and I would just watch them from the window outside. And I, I wouldn't like, it, it would, I, I can't. So what am I scared of? It, it made me think like, what am I scared of? Like, why was I so scared? Like I should be like, it's just a game. And like, literally it looks so fake and what, what's making me so scared. And I think it's because I, in, in those situations, like horror situations, or especially ones that deal with like ghosts or whatever, it's extremely, um, it, it takes the control away from you almost where I feel like I, can't deal with it like i i not that i like have to find a way to figure out what to do like what you can usually in those games but like in in a real life situation i feel like you wouldn't have a solution you know like if if somebody were to like attack you as a person and they're another person too like i could i'm okay with that because 
they're another physical like person that I can like defend against and I can keep a head strong with that but if I'm dealing with the ghost and that ghost is like like I can't touch it then like what am I gonna do like it's just gonna kill me that's scary and then also like the whole like ambiance of it how like we only have like a flashlight and only I'm, my field of vision is so restricted and there was just like creepy things happening all the time. And my other house is screaming his head off and like it was, it just scared me every time he did that. So it's just, I think it, it has to be, it depends on the situation and the events leading up to it and also the event itself and how I can handle it. Because in the event that the ghost or whatever attacks us what am i gonna do i don't know i run that's the only option i have you know or hide and even then i'd probably be like shaking so hard that i'd vibrate the floor and it could find me so i don't know but yeah that's what i'm afraid of i'm also afraid of spiders if they surprise me but if i see them then i'm not afraid of it my previous answer to this question would be failure and not being able to prove myself to my parents but i'm okay with it now and i'm not afraid of (laughs) i guess failing or uh not being enough for my parents because i know that they love me and also failing i can deal with that i can deal with the repercussions of failure and i can get back from it but ghosts and surprise spider attacks those come out of nowhere and you know that's hard next question um what makes you happy slash keeps you going in life this is a another fantastic question because Um, I can't really pinpoint one thing that does, you know, um, some people do have a goal in life, whereas me, I feel like life itself keeps me going. Life is just so good. If you just look at it at, at an objective standpoint, even my life personally, it's just so like blessed and I have so much to appreciate in life and just like appreciation of what I have and what's around what's around me is enough to keep me going like there's even if I died tomorrow I'd be okay with it Um, even if I died from a ghost tomorrow I'd be okay with it you know I'd be scared obviously but I'd be okay with it if I died Um, but it keeps me going because I know that I have a lot to live for and I have a lot to appreciate And I have a lot more to look forward to. And my main like career goal is to help others. Um, Even if I don't get the position I want, which is an occupational therapist, where I get to work with people with uh, disabilities and like help them out. um, I still want to work with people, you know, because I feel like a lot of people need help, Um, whether it be mental, physical, whatever it is, you know, and I'm put at a place where I should, I'm not obligated, but I do feel the need to help others to feel this appreciation that I do because it's such a great feeling and I I wouldn't want to live life any other way kind of thing. Like, yeah. Next question. 
something that you cherish, not a human being. This is very hard because of the not a human being part, but I do have something that represents a human being, <laughs> which is I have this pendant in my car that, okay, story time. In December of 2017, I believe, yes, my grandma had a stroke. Oh, wait, it wasn't December. That's when she died. But she had a stroke earlier that year, somewhere towards the end. And she eventually died in December, like like a week before Christmas or something like that. But she died in December, and um, they were clearing out her bed um, and just have all her belongings and stuff. And under her bed, there was this pendant. It was green, and it looked like... And she loved jewelry. Like, my grandma loved jewelry. And I took it, and I asked, I asked my aunt if I could have it. And it it's like bronze or like... It's so old. It's from 1928. Like, that's crazy. Like, there's a little connecting piece from the, like, chain to the actual pendant itself. And this is 1928. And I don't know if it's like real emerald or whatever or like what it is. But even like even if it's worth like $5 or even if it's worth like $10,000, it still just means my grandma to me. Um, and I became a monk for her funeral because she didn't have any sons. And none of the older like male cousins, they either couldn't do it because they're not Buddhist or they didn't want to. So it was me and my brother that became monks and we shaved our heads and everything. And we got these necklaces with uh, Buddha on it. And we, it was blessed by like the monks um, up in Modesto. But uh, I attached a pendant to that necklace and it hangs in my car and it just chills there. And my grandma's with me all the time. And she would always like, like to watch um, nature documentaries and stuff. And she would always, I don't know, she was just such a beautiful soul. And that's what that represents to me. And I would never sell it. And I cherish it with a human life or as a human life because that's what it represents to me. Um, yeah. Next question. First thing you would like to do on your bucket list. Something cool you want to accomplish soon. I mean, I think for me, just like personally, I'm not a very goal-driven person. If you know who I am, I don't like go out and make like these crazy goals or like have a, like a bucket list, I guess. But I do, if I want to keep it small or something cool that I want to accomplish soon, I do want to get into grad school next year. And I do want to start furthering my education next year. But if we're talking about something cool, I feel like grad school is cool, but it's not like cool, you know, something cool I want to do. Hmm. I do want to travel. You know, I've never been out of the West Coast, which is crazy to me, or I guess it's crazy to other people more, <laughs> but I don't know. It just, it's crazy to me what the possibilities are out there kind of thing. Like, I, I don't think it's crazy that I haven't traveled because that's kind of like how I grew up and that's how my family was we didn't really travel that much except for like vegas or whatever but it's crazy to think how much is there is in the world and how much i haven't experienced 
just like not traveling and i just want to experience that you know i feel like there's a whole wide world out there that i just haven't seen and it's mind-boggling because i'm just so like surprised or everything's just so beautiful here in california even in the city like or in cities i just find like nature to be beautiful and i just find like little things like to be so amazing like like have you seen have you seen a super target like that super targets are crazy man like those are they have like three floors and that that just every time i see a super target i get so excited because even though it's not very different and whatever they have like they just spread it out i guess but just the fact that there is a target that's super that's that's amazing to me and even like the, you know the balls in front of target you know like the big red balls like i want to i want i want one like those are so cool to me and even like city lights like just like driving down the road and even like i don't know just like the small things you know like you see like some random patch of grass that you've never seen before driving down in a familiar street or like just something like that catches your eye that's out of the ordinary i feel like everything that i haven't seen is going to be out of the ordinary because i've never seen it before you know and that's just amazing to think about but yeah that's my answer which is travel and that concludes that section of the podcast um thank you for everybody who asked questions and thank you especially to jake villain who uh shared his art with us today just appreciation to everybody um but yeah i'll keep it short um this is a bit of a short episode just because i'm by myself but i do want to take advantage of the opportunity that i have me just sitting here at 4 a.m thinking and talking to myself um i will end this episode or close it with a bit of a thought that i had the other day or kind of like an activity a thought a thought exercise if you will um but that is you know when you close your eyes or you know when you you learn in school that when you are blind that you your other senses are heightened and i was just wondering if that would apply to other things in our life and what i was thinking and just like to tie it in with whatever i've been experiencing in life or like the videos i've been watching in life and like on youtube and stuff they always talk about like trying to suppress or not suppress but just limit the amount of dopamine you're exposed throughout the day whether it be like social media or like good food or like whatever you know that makes you like unnecessarily happy or unnaturally happy because I actually did notice a difference when I stopped going on social media. Random parts of my life just got so amazing for no reason. Like, I just, like, walking was the shit, you know? Even though I, like, I would like to walk before, but, like, that that shit got hard. Like, I loved walking. And, like, just eating. I stopped eating, like, chips or I tried to. Stuart bought a big box of chips and I started eating a little bit more. But before that, like eating like vegetables and eating like plain foods with like minimal seasoning were just was just delicious it was extravagant for some reason and it didn't really make sense because i didn't really change anything with it it was just 
I had more available dopamine or I had more available happiness in my life to spread throughout. And also, oh, my car too. Like I would just look at it and be like, damn, like, damn, you know, like I, I didn't even like before I would judge it sometimes. It'd be like, ooh, like this thing. But that was just me not appreciating the overall um, thing. And I don't know, life just gets better if you try to, I guess, take away. It, it sounds counterintuitive, but if you take away, I think you'll get more from it as well. And just in different areas. Um, but yeah, that is my thought. And one thing that I wanted to share about myself is that I feel like I have an appreciation for the arts, you know. I grew up wanting to be an artist. I wanted to be, <laughs> I actually, another story, I wanted to draw. Like, I was super into drawing when I was a kid. And I told my aunt that I wanted to be an artist. And she was like, no, you can't be an artist. That doesn't pay well. And I was like, damn. And that kind of crushed my dreams, like subconsciously. Like, I didn't feel sad when she said that. But I feel like I didn't try after that anymore. And it was just so sad to think back to that. But besides that, like, I feel like all my life, I've always been, like, drawn to the artistic side of life, um, especially, like, like I dance now, and I, I love physical expression, and just, I love talking about art, too, and what the perception of what anything can mean, because everything could be interpreted as art if you have the vision for it, you know, if you can explain what it means to you because i feel like art is very subjective to the individual soul and who just who you are um, as an individual but yeah i do love that side of my just that side of life and i think it applies to everything that i do like in life and like what i have and it may not be the most aesthetic which is one part of life or art that i appreciate but aesthetics is not everything um it's all about the meaning not all about the meaning aesthetics do play a part but meaning is a very big role but i just wanted to share a little bit about myself so thank you for listening today if you've gone this far you're probably one of our actually i gotta say we do have a lot of viewers now it's our listeners um the app that we use says we have about 30 listeners and some of us, somebody, uh, some of you message us um, some encouraging words and just like, oh, I here or there I get the random like, I listen to your podcast, so it's so good. And I just appreciate that. Um, I do it so I have an outlet in my life, but also I'm happy that it makes other people happy. Um, that just makes my life so much more fulfilling as well. So thank you for listening. If you have any comments, um, check us out at Instagram at Space Pirates Podcast. Uh, maybe I'll do another one. Maybe if uh, Kevin is unavailable for the next podcast, I will do another solo one. Who knows? But yes, this is Aaron saying farewell <laughs> or goodbye. Um, talk to you next time. Peace.